One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Could you possibly not be the jerk for ruining your son's half sister's first birthday? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for not wanting to split expenses proportional to income? I live with my boyfriend in a flat he owns, fully paid off, his father gave it to him. The whole building was built six years ago and it's in a very popular area. I pay my boyfriend half of the market rate rent, which we update every year by looking at how much the flats are being rented out for in the building complex, which is a lot of money but I agreed to it. Other than this, we did everything else 50-50 in the past. I got a new job with a significant pay increase and now my boyfriend says we should start splitting expenses proportional to income because that's fair. I told him I don't think it's fair that I should start paying for more just because I got a new job and nothing else changed. I already pay him rent, enough rent that would get me a same sized flat a few streets away, so it's more than fair to him. He made some, in my opinion, very weak arguments and accused me of ripping him off. That's when I told him that under no circumstances we will split expenses proportional to income. Now that I've calmed down a bit, I'm worried whether I'm in the wrong, especially since my best friend told me that this is how they do it with her boyfriend too, and my boyfriend owning the flat is irrelevant here. Am I the jerk? I think OP's probably not the jerk, honestly, unless you're making all of a sudden, like, an easy six figures or something where maybe it is worth a discussion. Just making a little bit more than somebody else doesn't mean that you have to all of a sudden burden more of the rent. I mean, he already owns it outright, so it's not like he's paying rent himself. I think you're already probably paying too much considering you pay him apparently full market rate. I would think a lot of people would probably not even charge their significant other anything besides, you know, actual expenses that they have to cover. Am I wrong here? Also hi, I'm Steven and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not cleaning up after my nephew and making my pregnant sister do it? I, 28-year-old female, live with my husband, 32-year-old male, and we have no children. We finally bought our own home and moved in last month. My sister Tess has a son, 8-year-old male, and they came over for the first time yesterday. My husband wasn't at home, so it was just us three there. Tess is currently 7 months pregnant with her second child. The issue started with my nephew asking me where the bathroom was. I showed him. He was in the bathroom for about two minutes and he came out and everything was fine until I went in there. I went in and he peed on the floor and toilet seat instead of in the actual toilet. There was a lot. I come out asking Tess to come in here and I showed her. I asked her if she could clean it up and she said she was way too tired to clean and asked me to do it. I told her that is disgusting and she's capable of cleaning up after her son. She then told me if I was being serious and that she's pregnant and it's hard to clean up. I asked her what she does at her home and if she even cleans there and she got pissed at me and reluctantly cleaned it up. Tess eventually left. She gave me a cold look before she left and hasn't spoken to me since besides the text, freak off. Word got to my mom and I got a call from her telling me that she cannot believe that I'd make Tess do that and that I'll never understand pregnancy, she knows I'm child free, and I don't understand how tiring it is to be pregnant. I feel like I'm going crazy here. My husband agrees with what I did, but my mom and sister are not so happy with me. Am I the jerk? I mean, yeah, if your 8-year-old nephew cannot aim for the toilet, 
It's not your job to clean up after them. You shouldn't be expected to. I mean, it would be nice if you help her out, but I don't think you're the jerk for not wanting to. If anything, the eight-year-old should be the one to clean it up, and they should understand what they did wrong. This next story is, am I the jerk for choosing my senior cat over my sister and potentially allowing her to become homeless? I'll preface this by saying that my mother treated my sister and I differently. I was always less than, while she could do no wrong. She'd always buy my sister everything she wanted while I wore her hand-me-downs. I moved out at 18, worked through college, went no contact with mom and low contact with sister, and our paths diverged greatly from there. I now work in a field that pays well while she's a stay-at-home mom. I guess I never quite got over this, and while I know the main jerk is my mother and my sister didn't really know any better, I still fester negative feelings towards both of them. I found Tom in a bag as a newborn kitten. He was the only one still alive, and I raised him over summer break when I was 13. Then when school started, my mother got rid of him, and I had to go through great and extreme lengths to find out where she dumped him. Took me a week to find him, and we've been together ever since. For a few months, Tom hasn't really been okay and has been slowly declining. The vet, however, based on the recent blood panel we did, was confident that he still had some life left to live and said that he's by far the healthiest geriatric cat she's seen in a while. Thus, we decided to try out surgery to improve his quality of life, even though he's 21. This surgery comes with a price tag. I'm not in the US, but it's around three months worth of minimum wage in my country. It won't set us back much, hardly an inconvenience but we'll be frugal just in case complications happen. He's scheduled for Monday, fingers crossed. Anyways, my sister dropped by on Sunday, which was strange. We haven't spoken since she'd masked me a Merry Christmas gift on Facebook. Looks like her husband jumped onto the NFT bandwagon and they're kind of broke and a few months behind on mortgage and asked if I could help her out with the payments since they're at risk of becoming homeless. I said I'm sorry she's going through this, but this isn't a good time for me either, and listed the reasons above. I don't ever want to be in a situation where my cat's life depends on $100 that I can't afford to pay. I suggested that she got a job and maybe downsize or move in with mother while they get back up on their feet. She did not take this well, called me a runt and a crazy cat lady that's going to end up alone, plus some other nice words. I kicked her out. My mother and other relatives have been spamming me through the week for being heartless and caring more about an animal than my own flesh and blood. My husband says I could have just given her some cash to avoid the drama, and he's right, I could have. This is why I feel like I might be the jerk. In the end, the main reason I chose not to help is due to my childhood baggage. Am I the jerk? I think really the main reason why OP's not the jerk is regardless of situation or circumstance, They're not entitled to your money. OP doesn't actually owe them any of this money to begin with, so they can't be shamed or called the jerk for not coughing up. Our next story is, am I the jerk for refusing to pay for a pair of shoes my son destroyed? For some general context, I, female 37, am a divorced mother of two and I have custody of my kids for the majority of the year due to the fact that their father, male 38, travels for work but when he's in town, it's not uncommon for him to want to spend the week with them. My kids were at their father's for the week last week, and when they came back, my son, male 17, brought me a receipt for a pair of $700 shoes that he needed to pay for. Obviously, I was confused, and so my son explained that while he was at school, he accidentally stepped on a kid's shoes. 
My kids' shoes were muddy from being outside, and apparently the mud caused so much damage to these expensive shoes that they needed to be replaced. I called my ex to get some further clarification, and he told me that it was our job as parents to set a good example to our kids, and show that we fix things when we make mistakes, which is why he told this kid's mom that I would pay for a new pair of shoes. His reasoning for this was that I received child support from him, and that I should have enough money to replace these shoes. I ended up calling the mother of this kid to try and talk to her to explain that I'd not agreed to pay for these shoes, which caused her to get very upset with me over the phone because my ex had told her that we would cover the shoes and that it was our right to pay for these shoes. At this point, I was pretty frustrated and told her that if her son was so worried about his shoes, he shouldn't wear them to school. I told her this was all just a mistake that happened, but that I wouldn't be paying for a new set of shoes. Since then, the mother has told me she would seek legal counsel if I didn't pay. But I've decided to stick to my guns on this. Yeah, I'm sorry, mud or not, that's not destroying a shoe, and if you have a shoe that can get destroyed by getting dirt on it, I agree with OP, you shouldn't be wearing that to school. Now, if OP's son went and took like scissors or a knife and cut up the shoe, then yeah. But can you still wear it and can it be a functional shoe outside of optics? Then it's not damaged. Our next story is, am I the jerk for going off on sister's boyfriend and getting him kicked off the trip? I, 32-year-old female, went to Disney World with my sister, 30-year-old female, and her boyfriend, 30-year-old male. I thought before the trip he was okay, but when we got to Magic Kingdom, he began to get on our nerves, saying inappropriate jokes loudly and repeatedly, even when he was told to stop. Then at dinner, he said stuff about our mom that was not okay. I should have said something then, but I was just not in the mood. When we were watching the fireworks, he was screaming at us to move faster so that he wouldn't miss the bus. The last straw was when he began to scream at my sister, calling her names and just putting her down. She was crying. I saw red and snapped at him. I told him we invited him and he does not have the right to treat anyone, let alone my sister or any member of my family that way. He then called me an R-word, I'm autistic, and that because I'm 32, I need to grow up. That set my sister off and she threw him off the trip, got him off the hotel room, off the park reservations and the other dining reservations. We had to get him removed from the property by security. While we were at Epcot, I got a message from him saying that I ruined his first trip to Disney and he was looking forward to this. He also recently messaged me saying I'm the reason my sister broke up with him. So guys, am I the jerk? I think this is pretty obvious that OP's definitely not the jerk. If anybody's the jerk, it's this guy going around throwing the R word, screaming, complaining. I remember reading somewhere recently that one of the greatest ways to test whether your relationship is real or not is going on the Disney trip. If you and your partner can withstand hours in line and in a crowded place, probably in the heat, not only that but still have a great time, then you probably know you're fairly compatible. This next story is, am I the jerk for showing my boobs to a little boy? For the last few years, I, 36-year-old female, have been taking dance classes at the local community center. I go there after work, usually arrive about 15 minutes before the class starts and change there. It's a small center, so there's only two changing rooms, one for men and one for women. As there are lots of different types of classes at the center, the changing rooms are usually full of people dressing and undressing. The classes I'm taking are belly dance classes. The clothes we wear are not your typical gym clothes, but more suitable for this kind of dance. 
skirts, crop tops, shiny scarves around the hips, but it's still a sport, so I wear a sports bra. Yesterday, I arrived a little bit earlier than most times and found the changing room empty. When I was putting on my sports bra, the straps got tangled in my hair and I was struggling to put it on correctly, and just as I was panicking, I heard a voice yell, boobies. I turned around and saw this little boy, about five, staring. I quickly covered my chest with the first thing I could find and it just happened to be a belly dance scarf, one of those ones with coins and sparkly things attached to it. Then I just stepped aside and managed to put on the darn sports bra. I was about to forget this whole thing when a woman about my age appeared next to me and started scolding me. At first I didn't understand what she was saying but then I heard, why are you exposing yourself to my boy? And once again I panicked as I thought I was in the men's room. But I looked around and there were other women there. In fact, the little boy was the only non-female in the room. I learned later on that a new class was taking place at the center, something like mommy and me dance lessons, so there were children there with their mothers. I politely explained to the mother that this was the women's locker room and I was just changing, not deliberately exposing myself to small children, but she heard none of it and yelled at me for not being immoral that the boy is going to be traumatized, that I have to go change in the bathroom and all kinds of crazy crap like that. I tried ignoring her, put on the rest of my clothes and tried escaping, but then she took issue with my dance clothes and called me a few choice words not suitable for children's ears. I told her again that this was the girl's room and she has to expect to see that there, that if that was a problem, she should go somewhere else. Then I finally managed to escape. When my class started, I talked to a few of the women taking the class and told them what happened. I expected sympathy, but they told me that when they saw the children at the locker room, they went to change in the bathroom, and that since I don't have kids, I don't understand that what I did was bad. And now I don't know. Was I wrong? Like, seriously, am I supposed to go change in the bathroom from now on? Am I the jerk? Thank you. I don't know what's wrong with these people, but locker rooms are meant to be locker rooms. You're meant to change in the locker rooms and God forbid, I'm assuming this takes place in America and I know it's a lot more trivialized here, but God forbid if you go into a locker room, you're probably going to see nudity. I mean, how many times have you seen a depiction of how somebody goes into the men's locker room and they see that one old man sitting there bare naked on the bench? It's kind of just to be expected. It's like if somebody with a peanut allergy went to a store and got offended because they have a front display full of jars of peanut butter. Like, what do you expect? This next story is, am I the jerk for not giving up the elevator to someone with dog phobias if I and my dog were waiting for the elevator before they arrived? I live in an apartment with a small elevator that can only fit two people. Last night, my husky and I were waiting for the elevator when a guy arrived and rushed into the elevator with us. He started looking scared when my dog looked at him. I was confused as the elevator is very small and didn't know what to do. He yelled, keep that dog away from me multiple times. Honestly, not much I can do. The place is just way too small. The elevator's probably one square meter and I and my dog are just in a corner. He's in the other corner yelling at us. I exited the elevator at my destination wondering if I was in the wrong. Should I have left the elevator and allowed him to ride? The entire wait time for the elevator is a maximum of one minute. Am I the jerk? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Should I have handled things differently? As long as you and your dog have the right to be there and use the elevator? This guy has literally zero complaints, especially if you were there first. Like, maybe I could understand if they were there first and they said they're afraid and they want to stay away, then maybe, okay, let them go. But if anything, they should be the ones that got in line. This next story is, am I the jerk for embarrassing my sister-in-law after she expected me to pay her and her friend's bill? So I, 25-year-old female, went out for dinner with my sister-in-law's 28-year-old female bachelorette party this past weekend. Between my sister-in-law and my husband, 26-year-old male, sister-in-law has always been the golden child of the family. Growing up, my in-laws coddled her and gave her everything that she wanted, while my husband always got the crappy end of the stick. She was always the popular girl in school, cheerleader, lots of friends, all the boys loved her, while my husband was always a little more nerdy and got picked on quite a bit. Even my in-laws would give him a hard time about this and say he needed to be more like his sister. While fast forward to today, both my husband and I went to top schools, got our degrees, and currently have very well-paying jobs in tech. I'm not trying to sound braggy, this is just for context, but we live in a very, very comfortable life. Sister-in-law still currently lives at home with my in-laws, where they foot all of her bills, she had my niece, four-year-old female, with her ex and is currently on marriage number two. This past weekend, I was invited to this fancy upscale restaurant in my city for sister-in-law's bachelorette party. She just wanted to do a nice dinner. There were eight of us in total. At the end of the dinner, the bill comes out and the waiter hands it to me. I'm sitting there confused for a second until sister-in-law speaks up and is all, my parents and I were talking and were thinking you and my brother can handle the bill for this, as a wedding gift, since you're not financially contributing to my wedding. I stared at her shocked for a moment and was like, and you didn't think to bring this up to me beforehand? She started going off about how we're so well off, so what's the big deal? And she's sure her brother wouldn't have an issue with it. I asked her why her fiancé doesn't foot the bill, or my in-laws, and where in her right mind she thinks it's okay to spring this on me. She started going on about how we're the wealthiest in both her and her fiancé's family, and that she didn't think I would act like this and would say yes. I told her, well, sorry, but I'm not your parents. Don't expect handouts from me. 
She called me selfish and I called her an entitled brat, paid for my half of the bill, and left. Well, as expected, my sister-in-law and mother-in-law and even some of the cousins and aunts on my husband's side have been absolutely furious with me and are expecting me to apologize for the comments. I told them over my dead body. Husband is 100% on my side and we're debating on not going to the wedding. I was talking to my mom and she thinks I took it too far with the comments and should just apologize to keep the peace. Am I the jerk? Info, the bill was close to a thousand US dollars. Even if OP is Bill Gates, they shouldn't be expected to contribute to the sister-in-law's wedding. They have no responsibility over that. They don't have the responsibility over a bill for the entire bachelorette party that they were a guest to. They didn't even plan it. Like, I think maybe not attending might be the right thing. I know if I was in OP situation, I would be feeling so put off by the whole thing. This next story is... Am I the jerk for cancelling my mother-in-law's phone plan so she can't let my nephew use it? Am I the jerk here? Everyone around me says yes, but I feel super gaslighted by my husband's family right now. We're both late 20s, no kids. We added my mother-in-law to our cell plan a few years ago when we got married because she lives alone and didn't have a cell phone. My husband thinks it'll keep her safer to have one for emergencies. At the time we added her, For her phone and plan, it was around $20 extra per month. Plan costs have gone up, and she got a nicer phone, so now it's close to $50 per month. Pretty steep with the way the economy is, am I right? Anyway, my husband's brother has a young kid. He's eight. He's a nice kid, but not my responsibility. When I called my mother-in-law's cell phone a few days ago, my nephew answered. I asked him if he was at grandma's house and if I could talk to her. He said no, he was at his house and grandma had given him her cell phone to keep because his parents wouldn't get him one. My mother-in-law didn't tell me or my husband about this and I got pretty angry. I'm already not thrilled about paying for her to have a cell phone. I'm definitely not happy about paying for my 8-year-old nephew to have it. I went to her house and told her if she wasn't going to use the phone, I was going to take it off our plan and that I wanted the iPhone back from the nephew because my husband's screen is cracked and he can have hers. It'll save us a few hundred bucks since we won't have to buy a new phone. Needless to say, she's mad now because it's her phone to do with as she pleases and she wants nephew to have it. I told her it's not her phone and we won't pay for it if he's using it. I told hubby I was canceling it, and then I did. I told him if she wants a phone again, or wants nephew to have one, she can sign up for her own plan. He's mad that I did that, mother-in-law is mad, nephew and his parents are mad, but I did get the phone back, since it's no longer working on our plan. So am I the jerk? I don't think I am. We all have to make cuts where we can with this economy. I completely understand where OP's coming from because all along the only idea here was to provide op's mother-in-law access to a cheapo phone just in case they needed to make a call and very clearly it evolved way beyond that even for mother-in-law herself it's also hilarious that the parents of the eight-year-old are mad that you didn't pay for their phone our next story is am i the jerk for telling someone their autistic son should go to a group home i 25 year old male live in a triplex alongside my girlfriend and our neighbors being my parents and my cousin's family. This arrangement was fine at first, however, recently it's become an issue for me. The issue lies itself with Jason, 18, who is my cousin's severely autistic son, 
and his need to be constantly looked after. This is because aside from the aforementioned disability, he has prader willi syndrome. At first, I would only watch him for one to two hours at most while his mother ran errands or went to appointments. This however changed this past month when the visits kept longer and she began to force him on us unannounced. This led to both my girlfriend and I deciding to put an end to it. On one of my days off last week, I went to her place to have a word with her. When I showed up, she said she wanted to talk about something. This something was her asking if I could do overnight babysitting for Jason. I straight up told her no and said that I wasn't going to be watching over him anymore. I went on to say how her constantly expecting both myself and my mother to look after Jason is both unkind and unreasonable. I then told her if she plans on working nights, Jason should go to a group home. I also told her that if she finds a day job, Jason should go to a day program where he can be with other special needs people. This unfortunately didn't go well and I got accused of everything from being selfish to being wussy whipped by my girlfriend. She went so far as to accuse me of wanting to remove her and Jason from the family. The aftermath of this was huge, as my cousin painted me as a huge jerk which has led to angry messages from other family members and my parents. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP can be the jerk because obviously OP means well and it's also unfair to OP for them to continue to try to pressure them to watch over him. This next story is, am I the jerk for wearing a wedding dress at a wedding? So my friend, 20 year old female and I, 19 year old male, have been friends for a few years and she recently got engaged. A week ago, I got a DM from her for a small costume party she was hosting as a celebration for her getting engaged. I asked if there was a theme, and she said there wasn't. I'm a cosplayer, so I had a lot of choices. I didn't want to rock up in an anime cosplay, so I thought it would be funny to go to an engagement party as the corpse bride. I arrived at her house yesterday and everything seemed normal. A few people complimented my costume and I was having a lot of fun. After 10 minutes, my friend's fiancé walked out in a black tuxedo and announced this was actually their wedding. Apparently my friend saw a video of someone doing this and wanted to do the same. He asked us all to go to the backyard for the ceremony to begin. I went straight to him. I asked him if I should quickly go home and change my outfit and that I would get back before it started. He told me it was fine since I didn't know this was the wedding. I trusted him and followed everyone outside. They got married and everything seemed good. The reception was just in their house again, so everyone just walked back inside and picked up where they left off. I tried talking to my friend and celebrating with her, but she kept making excuses to not talk to me. I assumed it was just because that she was tired from the big day and wanted some alone time. I didn't bother her after that, and the party soon ended. I got home and half an hour passed when my phone started getting notifications. I checked and it was my friend texting me. She was cussing me out and telling me how I ruined her wedding. I was really confused and asked what I did. That only made her more angry. She told me it was basic knowledge not to wear a wedding dress to a wedding. I reminded her I had no idea it was a wedding and that I asked her now husband if I should change and he said it was fine. She didn't respond, but I got a text from her husband. He asked why I would tell her he said it was fine. I told him he said it was fine. Then he said how I should have changed anyways and it's my fault that the two are now fighting over this. I've tried texting her that I was sorry and if I had known I wouldn't have done it. I woke up today and saw her and her husband have blocked me on everything. 
So, am I the jerk for not changing out of the wedding dress when I found out it was actually a wedding? This is honestly such an honest mistake. OP literally had no idea that this was a surprise wedding. I mean, who really does that? It's a cool thing to have all of these people show up in costume at a wedding, but God forbid, like, it should have been understandable. I love that the groom is trying to blame his words and his actions on OP too. Our next story is, am I the jerk for ruining my son's sister's first birthday? My ex's new wife called me three weeks ago and said that she'd just realized her daughter's birthday was on my week. She asked me to please bring my son to the party or drop him off the night before and they'd bring him back the next morning. She was very entitled about it. She presented me with two options when I don't have to do either. I said I would think about it and she got huffy and said he has to be at his little sister's party. I again said that I would think about it and she continued to argue so I hung up. The day before the party I asked my son do you want to go to sister name's birthday party? He said he did so I texted her to tell her that we would be there and asked her for the time of the party. She told me it was at noon. So we got there at 12.30 and there were no other cars, which was weird. When we went inside, my ex said he needed to talk to me, and I said that wasn't necessary and asked where the party guests were. He said he needed to prepare me before I saw his wife. I said, why? Is she pregnant or something? He said she was and I just rolled my eyes. I again asked where the party guests were. He said the party was at 2 o'clock, but they wanted to make sure I had time to put myself together before the party. I told him he needed to quit with the soap opera drama because I don't have time for it. I took time out of my day to accommodate them, but they blew it. I'm not hanging out with them in an empty house for over an hour, and I'm not wasting gas to leave and come back. I took my son to the park, and we had a nice day, but my ex texted me a bunch about how I was punishing his daughter for the pregnancy. I don't care that his wife is pregnant. My only response was a text that said, grow up. My son asked about his sister's birthday, and I said there was a mix-up with the party time, which is true, and they would all celebrate together when he was at his dad's. So he was chill. My mom said I hurt the birthday girl, but she's one. She's not going to notice who is at her party. My mom told me to be the bigger person, but I feel there's a limit to that. I'm not going to reward lying and trickery in my ex any more than I would reward it if my six-year-old did it. Am I the jerk for leaving and not coming back? I don't blame OP because they were already taking time out of their day that has no relevance to them directly, showed up and there was very clearly this drama baiting, we need to talk for an hour so you can put yourself together. Like as if OP is shattered and falling to pieces to find out their ex-wife is pregnant again. This next story is, am I the jerk for making my husband come to a doctor's appointment with me? I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. It's for an HSG, which is not a serious procedure. It's basically just an MRI, but with extra painful steps. I'm not sure how much pain there's going to be, but it's only supposed to last a couple of minutes. Thing is, I told my husband that I wouldn't be able to drive, which was a lie. My doctors told me that I should be able to drive. I just want him to be there because I'll feel more comfortable if he's nearby, and I have a tendency to pass out if I'm in pain. This week, he's completely swamped at work. He's been working from 6 o'clock in the morning till 8 o'clock at night every day. It's probably going to take him 3 or 4 hours to come home from work, pick me up, take me to the hospital, take me home, and then go back to work. 
I've made him go to two other doctor's appointments this week because fertility reasons and we both needed testing. Am I the jerk for lying and making him skip work? Definitely, you don't need to lie about it, just be honest. This is the kind of thing that seems insignificant or small enough to you, but that'll slowly start that fissure that leads to this being some bigger thing that's just all kinds of white lies all over the place. I say don't make a habit and don't get comfortable with doing little white lies to your husband, when really, you should just express how you're feeling, how you'll feel so much comfortable if he's there. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 